You are listening to 100 Wealth Building Secrets with James Marshall. James Marshall is a registered investment advisor and president of Marshall Wealth Management. His registered investment advisory firm is registered in Texas and Kentucky. For 30 years, he has been educating, advising, and managing wealth for diverse families all over the country. This podcast is about different concepts of wealth building, some financial, some emotional, physical, and yes, some spiritual. The bottom line is you will leave with some knowledge and knowledge is wealth. So whether you're walking, running, exercising, or having your choice of beverages, no judgments here, clear, then open your mind and get ready for some life-changing financial lessons. It's your time. Here's your host, James Marshall. This is a bonus podcast dealing with the ongoing coronavirus. I'm calling this one, What You Should Do About Your Money During a Crisis. Well, the coronavirus is certainly causing a lot of uncertainty and turmoil on Wall Street and Main Street for that matter. And your first concern is to make sure that you're taking the proper precautions to protect your family, period. Uh, You do that by staying informed by the experts and not the conspiracy theorists or not your know-it-all friend or relative. You know, rational thinking is always the best course of action during a crisis. So practice good common sense regarding yours and your family's health and well-being. Now, regarding your money, you want to make sure you have the proper levels of cash reserves. I know I talk about cash reserves all the time, but they are critical. When you have these type of situations where you may not be able to get to the bank to get more money, you need to have some cash reserves available, whether that be on your ATM card that you use as a credit card or actual cash. You want to discontinue all unnecessary spending. You know, I often talk about only uh, spend money on your needs for the first three months of the year versus your wants. Well, we're in the last month of the first quarter, so you might want to continue that thought into the second quarter for this year. So discontinue all unnecessary spending. Understand the guidelines of your insurance policies, whether it be your health insurance, your homeowner's insurance, your disability insurance. Just understand what your insurance will and will not pay in case something should happen. Practice cooperative economics with your extended family to increase the amount amount of money available to deal with a prolonged economic disruption, which is what we have. This whole idea of a private bank, we've been talking about it for a while, the Hive system, that private family bank where you have uh, extended family members, cousins, uncles, aunties, you're combining your money into one private bank to assist family members who have fallen short. And this approach can also be used to build wealth, to buy uh, equities, to buy real estate, to uh, actually marshal the money that you have as a cooperative. So practicing cooperative economics with your extended family would be a great idea to increase your ability to to deal with this uh, possible prolonged economic 
economic disruption. Also realize that this too will pass. And that means this is a, a great opportunity to buy some good stocks at a low price. Uh, just be prepared to hold the positions for three to five years, which you should be doing anyway. You should not be buying stocks that you're going to sell in a year. When you buy stock, you're holding it for three to five years, really five years plus. But if you believe this is not the end of the world, if you believe this too will pass, which you will, then you're going to want to be buying some of these good names now while they're cheap. I'm talking about the American Express, Verizon, Procter & Gamma, Kroger's, Disney's of the world, Coca-Cola's. So take advantage of these opportunities, but you have to have cash to do that. And this is not your cash reserve money I'm talking about. This is money above and beyond your cash reserves. Now remember, cash reserves are three to six months living expenses or six to 12 months, depending on how complicated it would be to replace your job. All right, structure your portfolio with 50% guaranteed annuities, 40% dividend paying growth and value stocks, and this includes real estate, and 10% speculative positions. So half of your portfolio should be in positions that are not affected by swings in the stock market, such as guaranteed annuities. Market goes down, worst thing you get is a 0% return. 40% is where you're going to get most of your growth. This is going to be those American Express, Verizon, Progress, Coca-Cola's of the world, or what you have in your 401k. These are value stocks, growth stocks. They pay dividends. This can also be investment in real estate. And then that 10% is speculative. These are stocks that you don't mind if you lose money because it's only 10%, but if they go up, they go way up. A good example would be Aurora Cannabis, ACB. Great time to buy that at 60 cents a share. Now, and also do not make the mistake of confusing your cash reserves for investable money. I know I said it before. I'm going to say it again. The cash reserves are not investable money. The good thing about cash reserves, they're accessible. The bad thing about cash reserves, they're accessible. Do not let that money burn a hole in your pocket and think that you can invest it because you see what you think is a good opportunity. It would be a bad move. Now, do not borrow money on your house to invest in stocks. Even if you believe this will change or this will pass or this will, uh, things will get back to normal. And you say, wow, I want to take advantage of these stocks. They're really cheap now. I'm going to go out and borrow some money on my house. Hey, interest rates are very low, don't do it. Do not borrow money on your house to invest in stocks. Just don't. Make sure you understand what you invest in. How do they make their money? What is their PE ratio, price earnings ratio? How much cash does, does the company have? How much debt does the company have? Understand the company before you invest. Don't just invest because your cousin said it's a good one, it's going to double. Do your homework. But yes, this is a great opportunity to build wealth. Um, most families make big money 10 years down the road from buying stocks when they're depressed like this or distressed. So anyway, just remember, be rational and be deliberate. More than anything else, stay focused. Keep building wealth. You have been listening to 100 Wealth Building Secrets with James Marshall. Keep increasing your knowledge by going to marshallyourmoney.com and check out our educational videos, newsletters, and calculators. There you can also sign up for your free copy of his book, 100 Wealth Building Secrets. Like this podcast and follow it on podbean.com. You can also follow us on social media platforms, Facebook, Black Family Wealth, Twitter, James Marshall at Marshall Wealth, 
Instagram, Marshall Wealth, LinkedIn, James Marshall, and on YouTube, James Marshall Financial Educator. Email your questions or thoughts to james at marshallyourmoney.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, we build wealth one family at a time. No, you can't. I teach you how to say. Don't waste your money, but bank your money. Don't spend your end. I teach you how to say. Your bank account will be spilling out with them dividends. So I teach you how to say. Rule number one: If it ain't making money, it ain't making sense.